Well, Ulysses, the Rays are four and zero for the first time in franchise history. If you can believe a it. historic win, Kevin, it was a lot of fun. So let's get started right now. You are locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We will have a mailbag episode this week, tomorrow, Wednesday's episode, to be exact. So send us your questions. You can, again, DM us or uh, email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. I think we've already uh, received one or two that have trickled in, not to mention all the fantasy baseball uh, voice memos that we have to get through eventually if they haven't... uh, uh, if they're if they're still relevant as far as uh, the season is concerned, but man, what is certainly relevant is the Tampa Bay Rays, as we alluded to in the open, four and zero for the first time in franchise history. Which to me, when I heard it, I got to be honest, full disclosure, I listened to the broadcast, uh, Andy and Neil, uh, for most of the evening. I was out running errands, but um, that surprises me um in in 25 years of of raised baseball and all the years that they've been successful since 2008 i would have thought there'd be a a four and oh and there i know there's been you know a six and one six and two start things of that nature but still a nice uh, little historic feat there for your tampa bay rays yeah and it's cool you know on the, on the on the 25th anniversary something historic happens like that that's that's awesome but i'm with you man it, it i did not know that they had never gone for it out because i remember 2010 i believe helixson got that third victory against the yankees um why do i remember that 13 years later but i do and i guess they didn't win the fourth one after i don't know who was pitching after helixson but they yeah. definitely did not get the win but it it it, it was a, a great win and again kevin we are talking about the starting uh uh pitcher here andrew rasmussen uh you know this is my guy in the rotation so i, I said it on twitter man i think um he's quickly quickly becoming my favorite race pitcher since alex cobb and you know how much I like Alex yes. Cobb. It's the way that he just attacks the zone, the, his his body language out there. It's it's really cool to see. And I mean, the, the cutter that he developed last year is working. The slider, the fastball at 97, 98, attacking the strike zone. I know it's the Washington Nationals. I know they're not a powerhouse. But that doesn't matter when your quality of pitches are there. I mean that that means that they could still be there no matter who is in front of you. Uh, so again, I, I just have to start by, by giving them props, uh, especially to, to Drew Rasmussen. You know, it's going well when uh, Rob Friedman pitching Ninja puts a clip or two of Drew Rasmussen on in the game, gives him some love, I think for a couple 97, 98 mile per hour fastballs at the top of the zone. And again, Drew Rasmussen is, your number four right now. And 
if and when Tyler Glass now gets back, he'd be your number five. A lot of teams, he'd be a number two or a number three. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least if eventually the Rays opt to do the uh, Yandy Diaz, Pete Fairbanks, Jeffrey Springs approach of, hey, you look like a pretty solid candidate for a contract extension. Let's help you out. And, and all that he's uh, uncovered with the Tommy John surgeries and transitioning from a reliever to a starter. He is uh, definitely one of those uh, uh, poster childs for the Rays as far as makeovers are concerned. And thinking about the pitching staff, I did a uh, radio hit earlier today. And, um, you know, I, I think that uh, it was brought up that despite all that we talk about Springs, Rasmussen, Glass now when he comes back, McClanahan, Eflin, and we can go on down the list of eventually Yanni Torinos and Taj Bradley. I feel like this this rotation is still underrated, still not getting the love. I mean, if we look at some of the preseason articles yeah. and spring training articles, uh, you know, top 10 rotations, the Rays were near the bottom of that top 10 or, or nowhere to be found in the top 10 based nowhere on to some, be found. Uh, some outlets out there. Nowhere to be found on MLB.com's top 10 rotations, which is insanity to me. I just could not believe that. But again, race fans should not get mad at this. We're used to it, right? Like, I mean, yes. how, when have they ever actually given uh, props to, to the Tampa Bay race? It's very few and far between. Even Jeff Passan um, tweeted out like, oh, if when Tyler Glass comes, comes back, this could be uh, one of the best rotations out there. Could be. Could it be. already should be and is, yeah. <laughs> it and, already should be. What are you talking about, Jeff? I love you, Jeff, but come on. What are you doing? Uh, so I, I I, feel like they're going to be underrated, but if they keep doing what they're doing, which is ridiculous, one run allowed, all of the, starting, uh, all of the starters right now have only allowed one single run, and all of them have gone six except for Zeflin, who went one. Yeah. Uh, one less, sorry, five innings. So it, it's, I mean, this is this rotation is 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 sick, man. It's really yeah, cool. we got we got more to discuss on that and this game in general. But first, we have to tell you about Game Time. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Believe it or not, it is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just a couple taps and you are all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. Love that. So you never have to dig through uh, those annoying emails. So snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code. This is very important. Locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B, for $20 off. Go ahead and do it right now. Download that Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, Ulysses, speaking about the pitching staff, and of course, um, it's like, 
one starting pitcher trying to one up the next. Let's hope it uh, continues uh, tomorrow evening or tonight. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday evening with uh, Josh Fleming, although that remains to be seen. But uh, it brings me back to that prop bet or question that uh, OG listener Ty McCann brought up of uh, 0.5 over under on no hitters this year for the race. I'm starting to lean towards the over. Now I know with Ty McCann, I don't know if he specified if it has to be a legit no hitter or a combined no hitter. Um, That would be something to maybe have some discussion and some scuttlebutt about, but uh, you know, if you keep playing teams like the, the Tigers and the nationals, and then maybe after the trade deadline where these teams are um, even further demolished, then that, that could be a good opportunity for you. I, I, again, I've said this during the off season and I'll say it again. The 2012 rotation was the best ever. This has the quality to top it to completely. I mean, if you're a race fan, you should be encouraged about what you're seeing from these starters. Now I'm really happy that they're going five, six innings, you know, five innings. I would expect, you know, you went to spring training, give, give me five. Mm-hmm. Six innings, I think that's cherry on top, knowing that the race, how they operate and how they take care of their load management and, you know, and, and the rest for these guys. But already giving me six from Shane, Jeffrey, and Drew, that I like. That gives yeah. me hope that when they're really stretched out and you need them to go seven or plus, that you let them. You let them be the pitchers that they are. They are athletes. They want to compete. Can they do that? Well, don't give me three times through the order. I, those are th- those stats. I get it, but I I would push. I would push, especially when you've banked enough wins that you can see, yeah. hey, I trust you, Shane. I trust you, Drew. I trust you, Jeffrey. I mean, if they're talking about, hey, this is the best rotation ever, or, hey, these guys can win a Cy Young, well, Prove me that they can go seven, eight innings and eight innings. So I, I hope that we yeah. get to see that from this rotation later in the year, not right, right now, later in the year. And and that's a conversation to be had. You know, I wonder in May or June when it gets to that point, if Drew Rasmussen after 66 pitches and six innings, if he's left in for yeah. that seventh, as opposed to bringing in Garrett Clevenger, because I'd r- much rather, you know, at this point, um, see what Drew Rasm- uh, Rasmussen can do with his 67th pitch than Garrett Clevenger can do with his first pitch. No disrespect to Clevenger, but I, I, if a guy is mowing through the order like Drew Rasmussen is and other guys are, I, I want to keep rolling them out there and running them out there. And um, to your what point you mean for this game, on, for, for the game on Monday? I'm just saying in general. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, on it, again, I did not watch much of the game. It was a highlight show and listening to the game on the radio. Unless, I mean, do you have a standpoint or, or a take on, was that the time to take out Drew Rasmussen? I mean, no, I, he, I saw some no, no. garbage on social media, so I don't know. No, you're a hundred percent right. Like he was mowing them down. Like they were not a threat at all. I'm just saying it's April and I right, and right. I'd rather not, you know, waste those bullets against the nationals on April 3rd than, the Yankees in September. No, I totally understand. And and that's what the fan base needs. Again, it's the, yeah. the whole thing with Jeffrey Springs. But um, to your point earlier on about uh, the Rays and, and really the team entirely, but the rotation not getting the love and credit that they deserve and should be getting, 
I would think that that would maybe start to turn a corner with the notoriety that Wander is getting, that Randy continues to get other guys on the come up, and maybe that trickles down, trickle down economics to the pitching staff and some of the guys of, and you know, Shane McClanahan, if he has a first half like he did last season, oh, let me let me Google the Rays a little bit. Let, let's yeah. look at what they've got going on. Man, Jeffrey Springs has really good numbers. Man, look what the Rays have done with Eflin. Rasmussen, where did he come from? Oh, yeah, they've also got this guy named Tyler Glass now who's back in the fold. So I feel like you would hope that it eventually, um, you know, uh, uh, helps the team from that standpoint. The bullpen, I'm, it's almost a lost cause just because the way bullpens are nowadays and the volatility and, and the way that the Rays are, um, you know, they're not going to have that one closer that gives you 30, 35, 40, 45 saves. And if the team keeps succeeding and keeps winning, that also gives you no, no, notoriety. Like, why would the mainstream, you know, sports talk shows be talking about the Yankees or the Red Sox when they're third and fourth? Yes. They're, you're, you're going to have to tell the story of why they're third and fourth, and then it would be because the Rays are first. Uh, hopefully that that's what happens. And you know what? Worst case scenario, even if they don't, don't worry about it. Keep on winning. Keep pitching like you're doing. Um, and, and and keep your head down. I, I feel like I, I think Neil Solon said this on the, on the on the broadcast that the race seemed to be pitching like they have a chip on their shoulder. Like they saw the fact that MLB.com did not put them in the top ten starting. Uh, pitching rotations and they just you know like you say bulletin board material mm -hmm. okay they don't think we're top 10 let's show them you know we don't care but let's show them yeah no that that's very fair indeed um again the rays beat the nationals by a score of six to two three bombs maybe uh homers aren't a concern maybe power isn't a concern again it is the tigers in the nationals um but uh last i checked uh, the Rays are up there in terms of uh, the leaderboard of home runs uh, combined. So I know it's still early, but maybe you'll get uh, just enough satiation from the likes of uh, Luke Rayleigh and Isak Paredes uh, helping out uh, Yandy Diaz and Brandon Lau and Wander Franco and Randy Rosarena. And I know what would have made Peter Bendix and Eric Neander's job way better to try to make up this roster it would have been if they had ultimate mm -hmm. pro baseball gm at their fingertips like you can because i know that if you're watching slash listening to this podcast you have dreamt of being a baseball gm well this game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise you can hire the right coaches and staff you can scout and draft the players and you navigate through the whole season to finally get that trophy so this is all in a challenging and realistic game world ultimate baseball gm is completely free and playable offline you can play on the go as you want and when you want to so locked on race listeners get a 100 free boost to their franchise when they use promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n in the game store so make sure to check it out you can download the game at probaseballgm.com you can scan the code or even easier, just look it up on your app store. Again, that's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today.
Yeah, and just touching on the offense real quick again, I'm yes. so happy and, and proud for what uh, Luke Rayleigh was able to showcase in this game. Again, the the two homers, just easy power, and and again, the time is now for him, and and he's showing earlier on that he's capitalizing on the opportunity because a guy like Luke Rayleigh, I don't think he has the the pedigree or the buildup. He struggles for a month, month and a half. You don't know if he gets that other chance again. So the onus is really on him to produce and, and being able to showcase that I think is very important while also playing first base and left field and, um, you know, getting the the call to, Hey, you're a cleanup hitter tonight. And, and being able to handle that with a plum, I think is very important. Um, and, and additionally, uh, you know, kind of the bottom third of the order uh, picking up the slack as well. And, and being a, a guy that gets a chance to be in an opening day roster and knowing full well that the whole offseason, the, the the mantra was the Rays need to get left-handed power yes. against righties. And they didn't cut you. And you're the guy. So imagine the, the kind of pressure and that you should have and yeah. then how you're battling that so well that you come out with a two-homer game. Like the, the mental strength that Luke Grayley is showing early in the season should not go by the wayside. I know people just go, Oh, Oh, the home runs are good. But like, but yeah. let's dive deep. Like look at his mental strength, man. Like yeah. that says so much about what Luke Grayley is. So applause go, goes to, to Luke and you know, before. And, he, yeah. Like, and I'll just say, I could be wrong, but I really think he, again, I don't think he's going to be a perennial all-star or anything like that, but I could see him capitalizing on this opportunity and not turning back and having a major league career that lasts the next six, seven, eight years and really, really being satisfied. And we look back and say, man, Luke Rayleigh was a, a pretty solid player. You know, it, it's so funny because uh, we had never really focused on or, or talked about Luke Rayleigh. We did in spring training, but before that, the off season, we never he was just a really an afterthought of, okay, he's on the 40 man. Where's where he ever going to fit in? Or, you know, we're always looking for, okay. Yeah. There's Luke Rayleigh on the roster, but we need something better and, and shinier. And, and even then it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. There's Luke Rayleigh, but uh, can we call up Curtis Mead already? Can we give Jonathan Rand another shot? What about Vidal Bruhan? Can we work? So there's no way we can keep Josh Lowe and, and Luke Rayleigh on the opening day roster combined. Something's got to give. And, and no, he's he's proved himself. And that's why, and I'll tell you why we did that, because the shinier toy didn't come. Yeah. The shinier toy with the, the fancy name and and the more dollars assigned to his uh, to his name didn't come. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, Luke really knows this. And, and yet he's coming through early in the season, which is very difficult to do. So mm -hmm. tremendous job. I do want to highlight other guys yes. in that game. Randy Rosarena hustling, hustling in the first inning, then giving a chance to Luke Rayleigh with a two-run bomb. Those are the things that might not make it into the box score, but they make it on this pod. We like to highlight things like that. Uh, I believe also Evan Klosky had a really good tweet about that too. It, it, those are the little things that you have to do. That's why Randy Rosarena is, is such a valuable player. Like He hustles, man, and you want mm -hmm. guys that hustle. Uh, because that could have easily been the third out, and then that's it. And then you you don't give a guy like Drew Rasmussen the two run lead to start the 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 game. And then how does that affect Drew Rasmussen to yeah. just have a two zero lead? 
you know, the, 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 all, everything matters. So good on Rainey to do that. Of course, Luke Rayleigh. I do want to say that Isak Perez with the pop flexing a, a little bit, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I might be a little bit more interested, Kevin, in the fact that he went the other way for a single. Yeah. Okay. Like we talked about that in his player review. Again, we have a, a playlist on YouTube for all the player reviews that we did that. So go make sure to check that out if you haven't. We talked about that. Isak, in, he needs to go the other way to elevate his game further, to not just be a once, you know, one dimensional type player yes. that everybody knows that you can just pull the ball. Well, we're going to hit you with the with, with, with sweeping sliders and everything down and away. Well, guess what? If he's able to take those to, to second base and first base side, well, now you're going to be a little bit more of a difficult out. And I think that's a great sign to see from Paredes. And correct me if I'm wrong. And again, I've just more or less watched uh, highlights of late. Um, is his glove work showing pretty well at third, being able to make the play that he should make? Again, I've, you know, I've, uh, you've been watching more baseball of late than I have. So there, there was a play in today's game that he, he went to his left, he dived and he wasn't able to get the, the, the ball in his glove. And it kind of made a little bit of a, of a tense situation there in the seventh. Um, I believe seventh. Yeah. And it was followed up. Um, that actually happened after a Brendan Lau error at second mm. base. So then it was like a back-to-back with Garrett Clevenger. And like, so Garrett Clevenger, I know he, he it's going to look like he had a bad night. Yeah. But when you get a ground ball to Brendan Lau and he fumbles it, like that was an error. Brendan Lau will be the first guy to tell you that's on me. I should have gotten that. Then Isak, could have gotten that in another reality. I can see how he would be able to make that play. So Garrett Clevenger is like, okay, two grounders and I don't get any outs. So yeah, I I think mostly though, I I do like Isak's um, glove work. I do. Yeah. And uh, again, the, the importance of, of power and changing the game with a, a swing of the bat and putting the ball over the fence, the rays were. Oh, for five with runners in scoring position. I believe you have that in front of you. I don't have that in front uh, of me. Okay. Trying to look it up, man. I just had it. Yeah. over for five with runners in scoring position. So uh, the long ball, that's where the long ball uh, takes advantage. Um, all right. Uh, this next game that we have uh, Chad cool going up against Josh Fleming. And I would be tempted based on the uh, histories of these pitchers. I would be tempted to, uh, take the over, but based on the fact that the Nationals, I guess, can't score more than one run or two runs in a ball game, and you look at their lineup, um, if you're a Nationals fan, I mean, I can't imagine being the lockdown Nationals host. This is going to be dreadful all season long. I mean, outside of maybe Kiebert Ruiz, and that's almost a stretch. Like, is there anybody that you want to go out, man? I got to get this guy's jersey. Like, you look up and down that order one through nine, and you're chomping at the bit to um, champion uh, a player or two. I, I find it really hard to to get up about that. Having said that, or tied into that, kind of, you know, I would think give the team and Josh Fleming some confidence of, hey, I should at least be able to, you know, handle some of these guys or handle the lineup one time through, one and a half time through. I love that Fleming's first start of this year 
is going against this type of lineup. This mm-hmm. is an ego booster, hopefully. This is something that you can put it on uh, on your pedestal of 2023 and say, like, no, I, I had a great outing. I went four scoreless. I went five and allowed two. Like, this is the kind of range I'm looking for for Josh Fleming. There was talk that there would be an opener, but that is no longer the case. Cash mm-hmm. has said that Fleming will start um, uh, the, the game. So, hey, look, we're all pulling together. We're all pulling forward. Hopefully, Josh has a, a, a good outing again. I'm looking for either four innings, one run allowed, yeah. five innings, two runs allowed. I'll even give him five innings and three runs allowed. Like that would be, I would call that a success. I don't know if you would too. No, I think that that's fair. Again, considering this, this nationals lineup, I, and yes, it's on the road, but I think that's something that is certainly doable. Uh, just saying and uh things can happen of course um you know it it wouldn't be the first uh josh fleming game that that's gone off the rails but um i think it's a really good opportunity to get your feet wet and to build up some confidence and and get going i'd much rather have josh fleming obviously start against the nationals team than a blue jays team or a yankees team on the road where he might get flustered very very early and quickly so um i think that the rays have, have played it smart now um that said I mean, I find it hard to believe that Yanni Torino's at some point is going to have to be ready and, and at some point is going to have to supplant Josh Fleming, I would think. I would think that they're just stretching him out in AAA, get him some work. Again, he's just coming back from Tommy John. So just get him stretched out to five, six innings. Yeah. They like to see some good results. And and again, ego boost again for Yanni as well to right. see that he, he can do it and then hopefully get that. Um, that call up when he needs to. Uh, yeah. But man, I, I do want to, bef- before we close, there's a guy that I don't think we've really talked about uh, who's been a nice surprise, Josh Lowe. Mm. Josh Lowe is is hitting the ball well. I know he had a uh, a funny double, a catwalk double uh, with the Tiger series, but he did lace one down the line and he also had some good contact today. So, or yesterday rather. Right. Um, so no, it's, it's, I think these guys, Luke Rayleigh, Josh Lowe, Jose Siri, there's a lot of question marks on what they can do offensively. And the fact that they're starting to produce early in the season, that should bode well for them uh, mentally, uh, really, because it puts you in a good spot and, and, and you have good memories to look back on that are recent. If you start uh, yes. you know, on, on a drought. Yeah. Yeah, and, and hitting the ball to all fields, I've really been impressed with uh, those younger guys um, for yeah. sure. Uh, Josh Lowe, more than uh, good looks and wavy hair and a That's lean, right. long look. Let's see if you can swing the bat and give us uh, you know, a 720 OPS or something. That would be nice. So. I, I, and, and can we get him an, uh, a nickname? Are we still on that? Yes, uh, somebody out there, whether it's by email or social media, we're not we we are not going with J Lo. We will riot. We will uh, no. Nope. We will uh, storm the trop, uh, if you will. <laughs> uh, we're not J Lo is not happening. It's we are not, not happening. Going people. to make that a thing. No, there's only one J Lo that I want to be next to. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and it's not Josh Lowe. the 25 year old that that hits the ball hard. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so if somebody can can come up with with something, uh, there, there's right now. I want you to, if you have a great idea on YouTube, write it down in the comments. 
and make sure to hit that like button and the subscribe button if you haven't yet. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, very good. There's a lot of creative uh, birds out there that can that can come up with something. So, all right, four uh, zero. Let's let's hope the Rays continue it. One hundred sixty two and zero. The old joke. Let's let's keep it rolling here. <laughs> Although you know, I'm starting to uh, starting to get on the the ninety plus win train. Uh, the way this uh, season is going so far. Um, right. All right. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.